and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. You've been out of college for a while now. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, in that time frame, have you taught yourself a new skill? Uh, yes, a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You never stop learning. You never stop learning. <clears throat> you hear that, kids? Just because you graduate, you keep learning the rest of your yeah. life. And I think that um, I think we're going to get into more like learning on your own, resources to learn on your own. Mm -hmm. I think that is so important because you... You need to never stop learning because things never stop changing. Right, right. And you, you can't be complacent. Uh, you know, you can't think, oh, well, I have everything I need to know, and now I'm just going to live the rest of my life. I mean, yeah, everything changes. Everything evolves. There are new technologies and new things to do. And, yeah, keeping up on that is really important. Yeah. So, I mean, just in the marketing world that we live in, how much has changed just since we started the business? Exactly. We started the business 16 years ago, and back in the back in the old times we uh, just placed graphic designers and copywriters and in that 16 years everything has exploded with titles and um, gone digital and we've had to learn and keep up with all of that yeah so all of the digital marketing kind of you know skills it, you know I have learned some but people who are you know working in that industry have built none of them were something they learned in college mm -hmm. or unless you just graduated right right <laughs> and even if you did there's probably seven new software since <laughs> that well, you are now learning but you know what was great about college though too don't think it's like was all for nothing is that i mean it really taught you a lot of you know of that background design stuff that you really really needed to know yes. And then just the challenging part now is just figuring out how do you translate everything that you've learned, all those talents that, talents that you possess, into how it works on a computer now, I guess. Yes, I think that's a great point, not in any way disparaging, like getting that, you know, college education mm -hmm. or that higher education, because I think what you're learning there are more core principles, mm -hmm. you know. Well, colors that go together, yeah. you know, proper history, kerning, history. It's all important. And you're also learning how to learn. Yes. You're learning how to, you know, constantly question and develop and refine and edit your work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what software you're using or, you know, tools to execute all of those um, core skills. Mm -hmm. But then what I think we're talking more about are all of the new tools and softwares that come along that you're going to use to apply those skills. Exactly. And I'm, I'm even thinking about, you know, fine artists and just if you see how artists created at the beginning of their career versus at the end of their career, how much their paintings evolved or their music evolved and things like that. It's the same thing. If yeah. you are, you know, a commercial artist, graphic designer, writer, whatever, it's all evolving and it's it's still you, um, but just the, the media might change a little bit or the, the way that you do things might change a little bit. And you got to learn how to do it. Yeah, and so, you know, in a in a few previous conversations, we've talked about, you know, what some of the skills are that are in this new sort of creative technology, digital marketing space, and, you know, roles that fall under that, and, and some of those kind of discussions, which people can feel free to go back and listen if you're curious. But what we really want to talk about today is if you want to learn some of those skills or bring that skill set to your company, whether you're 
you know, full-time doing marketing work or you're doing some marketing for your own business mm -hmm. up to you, probably you're interested and curious in, you know, what you can learn in that space, you know, for yourself. And, you know, back to our original statement, <laughs> they're all about learning. Exactly, exactly. So I, you know, I do think that's really important. Um, and there's so many resources available. So well, Chris, and I want to learn a new skill. Where should yeah. I? Where should I look? We can direct you. <laughs> and I guess I, I will say, like one thing we're not really going to talk about too much are you know traditional universities and colleges, community colleges, all that. Like that is all out there. But mm -hmm. I think people already know that. Yes. Like if you want to get a degree or just take a class or maybe get a certificate in or certification in some kind of an area, all of those traditional learning options are out there. Absolutely. But I think people already know they're there. Yep. So it's like, what what else is available? Now, how else could you learn? You know, some some of these skills, and it goes everywhere from like free or fairly low cost and minimal time commitment up to like really in depth courses that can be fairly expensive to figure out what it is that you want to know and need to know, and and like how in depth, you know, like. If you just need to figure out how to edit this podcast mm -hmm. and get it out into the world, you probably don't need a year-long certification course. No, I went to YouTube. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody's already done it, and you're gonna. I want you to show me how. If you were taking a job doing that professionally somewhere, they might want you to have right. some sort of in-depth training and certification. So yes. I guess just like align your need with how you learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, and and just how deep you want to get into it too, like. You know, if you are, you know, trying to do something, you know, how do I finish my floors or how do, well, actually, I don't, that's too big. Um, <laughs> you know, something just really simple, you know, how do I get, you know, a screw that's been stripped out of the wood or something like that. Go to YouTube, look at how some other people did it and, and you know, then you're done. Right. But if it's a project that is definitely more in depth or you want to make this your career, it's definitely worth investing more in. Yeah. And I think for me at least, I always kind of start small, and then I can always layer on. Right. Like, I don't go out and sign up for the year-long course right away. I do, you know, a few self-paced, maybe free or cheap things first. Mm -hmm. then, yeah, I want to know more, or I need to know more. To do the thing I want to do, mm -hmm. I have to go deeper. Yes. So I always say, like, start small, and then you can you can I, you always start layering on. And then, you know, also, too, it's a great way to see if you really like it and if you want to continue with it. Because right. the one example that I gave, that might be just a one-time thing, and I just yeah. need to figure out how to do this one thing this one time. But if it's something that I wish to get into, you might want to, you know, think about how do I actually get trained to do this. Yes, and that's an excellent point, especially when we're talking about all of this new marketing world. Mm -hmm. Like, you might be thinking, okay, I really want to get into UX design. I have graphic design experience. I want to get into UX design. Do a little bit of it first to make sure it is a fit and you like it and it's appealing and so on. Like, what if you go like all in and then you're like, this isn't really what I wanted. <laughs> but I... You have some skills, never going to lose those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can redirect a little. But just especially because this stuff, this marketing world is changing so much and so fast, it's important to just make sure you're, you're, you're getting where you want to end up, especially right. if you're doing this for career purposes. Mm -hmm, you can, mm -hmm. you know, move into different roles and that kind of thing. Make sure you're following the path you really want to be on. 
So one thing that we really recommend is researching and vetting resources, and especially, again, in this digital marketing world and where a lot of the stuff we're going to recommend is available online, it can be kind of the Wild West. Website, anybody can launch a course and mm -hmm. say they're an expert. So somehow you have to vet and make sure you're, you're making a good choice. Yes. So we have a few tips that, you know, are just some questions to ask about it. So the first one is, you know, why is this person or this company, this organization, this, you know, school, whatever, why are they considered an expert? <laughs> That's actually a really good question, you know, and, and might be worth doing a, a little bit of research into this. You know, does this person have, you know, some sort of history in this? Did they launch their own company? You know, much with like anything, you know, what have they done before? You know, when you hire anybody, you're like, what, who have you worked with? You know, what successes have you had? Um, you don't just want to get somebody who's just a site, I know a little bit of something about this, or I taught myself and now I want to teach you, you know. Um, you want to have a little bit of, you know, more of a substantial resume for that person or that exactly. company. Like, are they really an expert or are they just really good at marketing their own <laughs> Right, you know? right, right. Who knows? So yeah, that's absolutely they true. They be good at marketing, but only to you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And another question you might want to ask is um, where or how did they gain this knowledge? You know, again, we were talking a little bit about this. Just, you know, do they have specific credentials or certifications? Have they specialized in this for a while? Um, and again, do they train themselves or did they also get certified in this by somebody else? Are they kind of passing down um, some knowledge that somebody else was really successful in? Because there's nothing wrong with, you know, putting out your own shingle, um, but you don't want to keep investing in something that is, is not really gonna get you where you want to go. Yeah, and you know, I, I would say it's being, learning from someone who's self-trained in some of these things, there's nothing wrong with that, especially in this world that is so fast-paced, so ever-changing. You know, if, if this was one of the first people who started developing apps for the iPad mm -hmm. and, and they just really got into it and learned all about it. There's nothing wrong with the fact they learned it themselves on their own and mm -hmm. now they're an expert. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have to like go to college for it. Right. But, you know, if I want to learn how to develop an app, I want to learn from that person. Right. Not somebody who just like took a course a month ago and then decided to start have a having a course about yeah. having a course about how to do an app. Yeah. And how do I learn from the original person? Exactly. And you know, um, is that person even a good instructor though too? Yeah. You know, they could have learned it themselves, but are they really good at passing on that information? That's a great point. Are they may be very good at doing it, which mm -hmm. doesn't mean they're good at teaching it. Exactly. Yeah. So I just I think just, you know, again looking into their background and, and what um, making sure you're comfortable with what makes them the right person for you to learn from. Mm -hmm. That's your own criteria, but make sure they meet whatever your criteria is. Yeah, and I always like to um, find out if that person is really a specialist in that area too. There's a lot of people that are more generalists. They know this is one of the things that they do or one of the things that they can teach you, but there is something nice about this is this person that's all they teach because they are a little more of the, the master of it, the expert in it. And um, they've invested some of their own time, obviously, to call themselves an expert. Yes, absolutely agree. And then another thing to consider is just what the cost is and how it's this, you know, learning will be delivered. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're mostly talking about online resources today. So there are lots of versions. Mm -hmm. I think that all of them are fine and valid. 
but you need to choose the one that fits your time, mm-hmm. commitment, your budget, you know. No, your not, learning style. None of them are the wrong choice, but they can be the wrong choice for you. Yeah, and your learning style, too, is really important, too. If you're not the type of person that can watch a bunch of YouTube videos that have been all strung together, um, you need to have interaction, you need to ask a lot of questions, then getting an online, you know, um, form like this is it's probably not how you're going to learn the best I guess yeah and I think that's that's great like if you just are great at you know I can watch some YouTube videos mm-hmm. read a couple articles and replay then, them you know, you know dig in and do it myself that's great like most of that stuff's just like out there for yeah free. exactly do or, it at my own pace or relatively low cost but maybe you just really need a little more structure and you want it to be more of like a course mm-hmm. I, I learn this part and then I'm going to do a project and apply it and then I go on to the next and the next Maybe you there's might, projects due. You yeah, know. you might be looking more for something that's set up in like a course with a series of lessons with some, you know, due dates and that kind of stuff. And that's also great. And and then, you know, is that pre-recorded on your own time, which should have one kind of cost level? Mm-hmm. Or is this like literally a course within structure live, you know, in per not maybe in person, but in, <laughs> in the computer. Right. Um, <laughs> Which obviously has a whole different cost structure. Mm-hmm. Those are again both fine, but don't like be paying the instructor-led price for the pre-recorded video. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> They've only done it once. You know, they don't need to keep making that money over and over again. Yeah, especially it's not interactive. And you know, interactive I think obviously would have a higher cost uh, because you are getting more for that. Yeah, like you know, the the more the more interaction you get with the expert and the higher expert they are, the more it's going to cost. And that's fine as long as you feel like that's you're getting the value of what you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, and there, and there's, there's lot, no wrong choice. Right. You just need to make the right choice for you. Right, and there's a lot to be said that if you are, you know, like to, you can't work alone and want to do it on your own time versus having, you know, an actual thing to attend, I guess, yeah. that works into your schedule. Yeah, yes, exactly. And so, um, I, I guess, you know, back to what we were saying earlier, I really like to just start and learn a little bit about something I think I might be interested in and then see if I want to go deeper or if I need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I sort of got to this point, but now I've hit the limit and I need to buy the course. I've right. done all the free classes or I figured out this much about this thing, but I realized like to get that next level in my career or to mm-hmm. get that job in this area or to get that promotion or whatever I have to actually have the certification now I'm going to sign up for the course and actually do the certification mm-hmm. but I did as much as I could before I hit that point mm-hmm. you know? and, mm-hmm. and I think that's really great because a lot of times all you want you got what you wanted out of the beginning right you know especially if you're just trying to add another you know skill to your toolbox or you're just trying to figure it out for a certain project or something like that you probably don't have to go you know all the way in the deep end yeah and you might um compare it to you know i can get everything i need with a bachelor's degree i can get everything i need with a master's degree i but you know in order for me to be an expert i want to get the doctorate you know so it's the same sort of thing you just you know go as far as to the next level 
that you need to go. But I mean, by, there's definitely many levels to some of these things too, where you can be a super duper expert in something, or you know enough to just make a living at it. You yeah, know, and to I, accomplish I want to do graphic design, but I also want to do UX. You know, and this is as much as I want to learn or I need to learn. Whereas somebody who has you know a super complicated website or really loves getting into it, like you said, he tried it and now you just want to learn more. I want to learn more. You just kind of keep graduating yourself up the food chain as far as these courses go and then become the expert. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a great example. Maybe someone who's doing graphic design and is interested in just understanding mm -hmm. more about user experience. I just need to know enough, you know. Just understand enough to make their websites better. Mm -hmm. But then they, like, get kind of into it. Mm -hmm. and they want to do more, and they may evolve in their career. And five years from now, like, that's all they're doing, and they're just an expert in that user journey. Right. And that's that's a great evolution, but they got to that over time. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, just kind of thinking about this, like, self-paced, you know, online accessible learning, there's some different things out there, you know, like, that you can access. Obviously, we already talked about YouTube. Mm -hmm. You can learn practically anything you mm -hmm. want on YouTube. Love me some YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting, because I don't... I mean, I'll look stuff up on it, but I don't love learning on YouTube, so I think it's definitely different personalities do. Oh, well. absolutely. I, and for me, like, again, you it's... You do great on it, and I, I don't. Yeah, it's it. the quick fix for me. It's like just, uh, here's my problem, how do I fix it, sort yeah. of thing. And I will <laughs> read an article all day long, you know, or look for, like, a graphic. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll go to the Google image search and see if there's some sort of a graphic for Oh, that's it. funny. <laughs> But see, we learn different ways. A great example mm -hmm. of maybe we both want to learn the same thing, but we would learn it in a different way. Yes. Um, sort of moving up, up the chain, if you will, mm -hmm. are things like, um, they're the massive online course platforms like Coursera. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of access to, um, there, there are several of those platforms. Yes. And they have access to lots of classes, generally that are from like really highly ranked universities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we've They're taken amazing. some. Yeah. I've taken some. Yeah, They're fun. Exactly. Take a class that originally was at Stanford or Yale or University of Michigan or Ohio State or wherever. Mm -hmm. And um, most of them are free mm -hmm. unless you actually want to be certified, which you may need to be for your work. Right. You may choose to do the certification. But if you're just doing it for yourself, for your own, you know, development, you can take classes from, you know, amazing instructors at really, mm -hmm. really top-ranked um, institutions. Yeah, I, I find that sort of stuff fun. Yeah, and some, <laughs> some of them are just fun and interesting, and some can be, like, very much for your career. Absolutely. And, you know, side note, if you're taking things that are applicable to your career and, you know, of note like that, like this is the kind of stuff you would add to your resume. Absolutely. And profile. Like this is this is a continuing education. Yes. Just because it's not a college and university degree, yep. it's continuing education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So kind of the next level, mostly because they're paid, are um, like online learning platforms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's LinkedIn Learning now. I think that's what used to be. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, that's right. Oh, I forget what it's called. Linda, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, Skillshare, Udemy, you know, there's there's a bunch of those out there, and they have all different courses. A lot of them, I just mentioned those because a lot of those have courses related to design, marketing, 
writing, you know, all the kind of areas that we work in and business and career. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're looking for things in any of those categories, those three happen to have quite a few, but there are, there are other platforms out there. Yeah, and it's usually a monthly fee for unlimited access. Um, I think one of the platforms that are the most advertised right now is that masterclass where you have access to all these professionals and it's unlimited access, that sort of thing. Same, same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. Works the same way. You can literally try anything, and um, it's all under these different platforms for a monthly fee. Yes. Yeah. So, again, you know, there might be stuff that's really, I mean, I am all for just, like, taking courses because they're fun and I enjoy it. I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're thinking about it for your career, a yes. lot of these have things that are specific to your career. And, you know, again, you can, can list that as some continuing education. Um, there's also sites that are, you know, truly they're put out by the company, mm -hmm. but they're not always relevant only to users of that product. So examples of that are Adobe, Hubs HubSpot, um, Google's platform, I think it's called Skillshop, is there, online training. But, you know, obviously in some areas they're going to very heavily reference their softwares and products, but right. not always. So Adobe, most of their courses are about Adobe products, but mm -hmm. in our world, that's, that's exactly so that's all good. The place to go to learn some of the new software. But something like HubSpot, they have a lot of stuff around their products, but they mm -hmm. have a lot of things that are just general, you know, basic SEO principles or, you know, things that are related to the work they do but aren't necessarily like, you have to use HubSpot to do this. Yes. They're just teaching you about that area, you know, how to build a better email list. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So those can be really useful even if you don't use their software. Right. It's just basically how specific you want to get with that particular software. And in some instances, that's the one you need to know, so that works out great. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're, I think that's a great point. If you use that software in your business or if you use a software in your business, mm -hmm. it's that's probably a great place to start as far as, like, going really deep on what can you learn, you know, from that provider. They right. may have a series of courses or training. If you're already, you know, an Adobe user or whatever, like learn all you can about that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. product because that's going to be probably extremely relevant yeah. to your work. And those programs can get really deep too as far as what you can do with them. So it might be just worth taking it just so you're better at it. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, and there's organizations too that offer these sort of things. Um, I know here we have you know AAF and AMA and AIGA and together digital all the letters <laughs> um and they have speakers that focus on these topics um many host online events and provide access to these speakers in other cities which is really great too with you know some things being digital is that you know you don't have to drive anywhere to see some of these speakers they are all there online yeah that's a that's a <laughs> positive mm -hmm. of 2020 that i hope continues is many of these organizations had in-person events which were great you got to meet people and see other humans mm -hmm. but something that's really a positive is now many of them start having their events online so you could you could join the AAF presentation that's in you know Minneapolis right from Columbus right so I hope that going forward they'll maybe it'll be both mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it has really opened up access to some of this stuff now I, mean, I guess I would say these are generally 
speakers and people in the industry that you will learn a lot from. I wouldn't say this is like hardcore training. No, I'm but I could put this on your resume. Right, but this might be where you get a little taste to see if this is something you want to do. Yeah, and you just you learn more from someone who is mm-hmm. that master level, like you yes. were saying before, that expert, that person who's really respected in their industry. Like, there's so much value to seeing other people who are great at their work talk mm-hmm. about it, but this isn't like training like taking a class. Right. It's like watching Bob Ross the painter. <laughs> you might look at watch He's him. So I know, and you might just go there just for the soothing aspect of it, but then you're like, you know what, I think I actually want to try this. You know, it, it's not a course necessarily on how to do it. I mean, it kind of shows you what he came up with and maybe some of the, his techniques, but I wouldn't necessarily consider it a painting course, but it yeah. could definitely be enough of an influence on you to want to try it. Yes, yes, agree. Um, I'm a big podcast listener. Yes. Um, but I Googled, and it was like over 850,000 podcasts are currently being published. That probably has changed wow. since I looked it up. Um, so all of that just to say, like, there's probably one about the <laughs> Like, whatever minutia kind of detailed thing you want to know about, somebody is probably making yeah. a podcast on that topic. That's probably entirely true. And, you know, I would look at this as more of, uh, you know, how you can fine-tune some things. Like, how do you build better, you know, email lists or things like that. It's not going to necessarily show you techniques and things like that because you can't see it, but you're definitely going to get some great ideas and inspiration from podcasts on all of those different topics. Yes, and and I will say often I'll hear about something and then I'm intrigued and I want to go deeper. So you're mm-hmm. right, like after I get back from my walk, where I was listening to podcasts, <laughs> I'll look into that. I'll look up their book or I'll find their online information or, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. It might just tip me off to something I want to dig into. Yeah. Or you're right, I'm not going to totally work how to do something on a podcast, but I might get exposed to it and then want to get into a little bit more. You know, exactly. You know, maybe you have all these new skills and you want to know how you can market yourself better. You know, that would be a, a great conversation to listen to to see how somebody else did it. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, and then I see you wrote in your books, Kristen. Yeah, Are you talking like paper books? I know. <laughs> I still read paper books. I love paper books. Or digital books. Hmm. I'm fine. I mean, I don't love them, but they exist. They're okay. They're okay. In a pinch, I would read a digital book, but they're um, just because I do like, enjoy reading. Yeah. Um, but I do love just a tactile feel of a book. Yeah, so I I have a huge caveat about books, and that's why we put it last, is that especially if we're talking, you know, this digital marketing, anything, really anything going on right now in the marketing industry, mm-hmm. books I feel like are almost out of date by the time they're printed. Mm-hmm. So if it is core basics, it's kind of like your example of going to college. Mm-hmm. It, it's a basic and it's something that is like not going to change in the next five minutes Mm -hmm. a book is probably really useful maybe color theory Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know books um, that books inspire me sometimes too if they have like you know other artists work in it and things like that yeah or like just um core principles of marketing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not like what tool to use but like just core principles of you know, um, buyer mindset, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things. I think a book could be really great for that. But be careful with a book that's about something that's like 
right now very current. Yeah, that's timely. Because it could be, you know, almost instantly out of date. So I, I guess I would say, I think books are great, but be thoughtful about, like, is this book still going to be current mm -hmm. based on the topic? It's, no, that's very important. You, you only are going to know, depending on what you're looking for a book about. Yes, <laughs> I agree 100%. So, you know, I think the, the whole point of this for us is, you should always be learning. Always be learning. If you're in the marketing space, you have to be learning. Mm -hmm. You have to keep developing mm -hmm. these skills because, frankly, this is just where it's all going. Absolutely. So get and on the train because it's heading <laughs> that way. And so, but so much of this is self-paced. You can learn on your own time. Most of it, you know, you probably can learn while you're doing your work. Absolutely. you're like applying it to your work all day long. And especially like learning and doing, learning and, and doing. And especially you do it a little at a time. It's not going to be like a huge bite of like, you know, oh my God, I've got to learn how to reinvent the wheel here. You know, it's like, but if you, you know, start dabbling in it, you know, maybe you start, you know, listening to speakers or maybe pick up a book or two, get familiar with it and then just get slowly into that space. It's a lot easier than trying to play catch up at a later time. And we run into people like that all the time, you know, where it might have gotten away from them. So if that does happen, don't be feel lost either, because it, it does happen often. But if you can just, you know, slowly kind of keep up the pace, um, you'll be basically on target for what everybody needs. Yeah, and there is just such a wealth of information. Mm -hmm. You you can find what you. You need. can make that a full time job, honestly. Just all the information. <laughs> But you probably won't. No, you will not because that doesn't you pay. You that does not pay. It. You will apply it to your full-time job. <laughs> um, but yeah, always, always be learning. We can end on that. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.